career move? Are you looking to jumpstart your career into IT, cloud computing, or cybersecurity? Learn how on Cloud Sesh Podcast. Cloud Talk for Newbies. Basics on Cloud Sesh Podcast. Hey guys, I hope you guys are doing great out there with this whole coronavirus thing going on. Um, so to all the essential employees out there risking your lives to go to work every day to complete the mission, big shout out to you guys and to all you guys at home working remotely. I know it's not easy, especially if you're not used to working from home. And I know a lot of people do want to work from home. And a lot of people may not want to. And, you know, I know it's probably kind of hard just sitting up in there. So just really try to occupy yourself, learn something new, go out, take a walk, ride a bike, something. Okay. Um, All right. So today, guys, we're going to talk about the Amazon Simple Storage Service S3. All right. And what is the Amazon Simple Storage Service? Amazon S3, it can be used to store any type of object. I'm serious. Any type of object, you can put it in there. Any type of file. That's what I'm saying. Any type of file, throw it in that bucket and you're good to go. All right. You don't have to worry about it. You know how some places you can't save certain things and this and that. And not with S3. You can eliminate that issue. All right. So for Amazon's definition of S3, Amazon Simple Storage Service is an object storage service that offers industry-leading scalability, data availability, security, and performance. Okay? So this means customers and different industries of any size, they can store any amount of data for any range, for any use. So some of the uses could be websites, mobile applications, Backup and restore, archive, enterprise applications, IoT devices, and big data analytics. Woo, that was a mouthful. <laughs> Excuse me while I'm trying to catch my breath, okay? But yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty exciting. You can use this for anything, okay? So Amazon, they provide an easy-to-use management feature, which allows you to uh, configure um, your access controls to meet your business needs. Um, and you can um, deal with your compliance requirements as well. All right. So Amazon S3 is designed for a 99.9999999%. I'm not sure if I said all 11 nines, but it's supposed to be 11 nines. Um, so it's 11 nines of durability. And that's good, um, good information for the AWS Certified Cloud Practitioner. That definitely, I do think I remember seeing that on the test with the 11 nines of durability. So remember that one, okay? Okay, what is an Amazon S3 bucket? It sounds exactly like what it is. So imagine you having a bucket at home and you just start tossing things in there for storage. That's basically what the Amazon S3 bucket is. It allows you to create a bucket And when you do create a bucket, um, it has to be a unique name. And there are different guidelines you have to follow when creating um, a bucket name. And we're definitely going to create an S3 bucket on Thursday on our demo session. So make sure you tune in this Thursday for that. 
So the S3 bucket allows you to store objects within the bucket and objects are your files. Okay, so that's what S3 bucket is used for. Now the benefits of using uh, S3 is storage management. All right, so with storage management, you can have your multi-factor authentication turned on and this allows you to prevent accidental deletions which is pretty good because if you have different people using um, your AWS account you know you don't want them going in and just accidentally deleting things because that can happen so that's a great feature to have and then you have your S3 versioning and S3 versioning allows you to uh, copy um, the same version of an object over and over all right and you can restore divert um, every version of that object and you can retrieve it preserve it so that's a pretty cool feature and then you have your s3 replications where you can uh, replicate different objects across uh, different aws regions and that would be for redundancy compliance security disaster recovery all right and then some other use cases as well and then you have your s3 batch operations okay and that and that's made and that is for uh if you want to store, let's say, thousands of objects, um, you can manage that data in Amazon S3 at any scale. So Amazon has it pretty much covered for you guys. And also, um, I, I meant to mention that I also use uh, S3 myself for this podcast. Um, and the only way that you guys are allowed to hear this right now is because I have set my uh, bucket to public uh, where I'm allowing public access to it and then within um, your bucket you can also create it where the bucket stays private and you give certain files public access so that's pretty cool as well and I'll definitely be showing you guys that on the demo session excuse me the demo session on Thursday all right so another feature uh, another benefit for benefit for using S3 is storage monitoring, and you can use Amazon CloudWatch or AWS CloudTrail. And with CloudTrail, you can um, track and you can report on the bucket level and um, object level activities. Okay, so you can see what's going on there. And then with the Amazon CloudWatch, you can check the health of your AWS resources. And also you can configure your billing alerts as well. All right. And you also can have um, S3 event notifications triggered uh, using Lambda. And I know uh, you're probably like, what is Lambda? Uh, Lambda is uh, pretty dope. Um, it's serverless. Um, and you can, it's, um, you can uh, trigger events uh, with Lambda. And we will have um, a... Uh, we will have a show on Lambda as well, too, in the future. So make sure you stay tuned for that. All right. And then you also can have different storage classes within S3. Now, I'm not going to go over, you know, the different time frames it takes for you to retrieve uh, your files in these different storage classes. Um, just going to go over the different um, options that they have. All right, so they have the S3 standard, you have your S3 intelligence hearing, you have your S3 standard and frequent access, you have an S3 one zone and frequent access, you have an Amazon S3 Glacier, 
and then you have your Amazon S3 Glacier Deep Archive. So I guess I will maybe just go over it really briefly because um, you have your standard servers and that's basically what I use for uh, for the podcast. It's just there, it's um, on demand, it's readily available. Um, and when whenever you guys click on our show, it's there. All right, and then you have your S3 intelligence tiering. And this, you can have this where you set it on different files. Like if they're not accessed for a certain amount of time, then this, uh, then these files automatically drop down to um, a lower level to help on cost as well. Okay. And then you have your standard S3 and frequent access. And that's exactly what it sounds like and frequently accessed. So um, let's say, I don't know, um, you have a file um, and it's accessed, you know, frequently, maybe the first week and then maybe the second week is accessed maybe only twice or three times out of that week. So it's, you know, it'll move down to infrequent um, access if you set it up like that. And then you have your one zone and frequent access. Um, that's just only in one zone where that information is available. Okay. Then you have your Amazon S3 Glacier. And uh, for the Glacier, you will use this for archives, for real. Um, you'll use that. So let's say, for instance, um, you, have inform- you have data um, that doesn't really need to be accessed that frequently. Maybe it's only accessed once every year. I don't know. I'm guessing. Um, so you could just put it there, and that definitely helps save on cost. But if it there's a it comes to a point where it's like you need that data really fast, then you can pay for um, ex- expedited um, service for that. And then you have your Amazon S3 Glacier Deep Archive. So that's really on a deeper level than the S3 Glacier. So it'll take more time to retrieve that file. Okay. Okay. And then um, you also can have your S3 Life Cycles where I was mentioning before. um, If you have some files, they haven't been accessed in 30 days, you can create a life cycle to what happens with those files. And also, if you have compliance that you need to um, adhere to let's say for instance you're a business and you collect data and you are only allowed to have access to this data for seven years so you can um, you can have it where you can have an S3 storage class analysis where it can monitor the access of that data and then as it go continues on with its life cycle um, it will be deleted in that seven year time frame. So you can set that up. And I think that's pretty cool. So that way you don't really have to sit there and worry about, oh, how many years has it been since we've been holding on to this data? You know, you can set it up in S3 um, storage and implement that life cycle. All right. And then you also have access management. You can use the identity and access management console. You can create users and manage their access. You can um, use the access control list where you can make individual objects accessible to authorized users. 
You can use your bucket policies to configure permissions for all objects within a single S3 bucket. All right. You can have S3 access points. All right. And you can have query string authentication and audit logs. And then for the security on your S3 buckets, you can block unauthorized users from accessing your data. You can use VPC endpoints to connect to S3 resources from your Amazon Virtual Private Cloud, your Amazon VPC. Now, if you're not familiar with the Amazon VPC, we did a show on it last week called Amazon VPC Virtual Private Cloud. Go ahead and check that out um, and get some information on that. You can also have an S3 inventory, which you can check your encryption status on your S3 objects. And you can have S3 block public access. And that's what I was just mentioning um, a little bit earlier is that you can block public access to the bucket altogether. Or you can give certain objects within the bucket access to the public. All right. So I really like that feature. Okay, so another great thing about um, using S3 is that you can transfer large amounts of data to S3. All right, and they have uh, an S3 transfer acceleration. And this is designed for, uh, for uh, maximized transfer speeds to S3 buckets over long distances. So let's say you may have users in Europe and they're transferring data to the US and you know it's a you know that's a long way so you have your s3 transfer acceleration you can use that all right so if you have very large data transfers you can use uh, these different services on physical devices and then on, and on these physical devices they're transported uh, via roads and they also help with migration problems for high network costs and long transfer times as well as for security. And these are the AWS Snowball, AWS Snowball Edge, AWS Snowmobile, and these move petabytes to exabytes of data to the AWS cloud. And this is for little as one fifth of the cost of the internet. Okay, so that sounds like it's pretty cheap. Okay, so if you wanna know more about the Snowball services, definitely check those out that's pretty dope i really like it aws is, is just making it easy for uh it's for businesses to get their data together and store it um transfer it so yeah i'm digging it all right and then you can also use the aws storage gateway and this is a hybrid class storage uh, excuse me a hybrid cloud storage service and you can connect to on-premises environments to amazon s3 all right, you can also automate transferring data between on-premises storage and AWS, including Amazon S3 by using AWS DataSync. All right, guys, so that's all I have for you um, on the S3 buckets. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed that session. Um, so Thursday, 4-23-20, we're having a demo session on creating an S3 bucket. Um, so we'll show you some of the different features um, when using and creating your S3 bucket. All right. So make sure you tune in for that. Uh, we're going to drop that episode at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time Thursday. OK. And then on Tuesday, 42820, we're going to be talking about Amazon EC2. What is that? 
So make sure you tune in for that. That's going to be dropping at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, so every Tuesday on at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we will be dropping a new episode on an AWS service. And on Thursdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have our demo sesh where we gain hands-on experience using the AWS Management Console. So if you are looking to have some hands-on experience, we'll be doing labs. And these labs, you can record your screen and you can create a digital resume and post those labs on your digital resume. And the digital resume, I believe I, I did mention in the last episode that it does work. Okay, so let me see. So yeah, for the, so we're gonna talk about, you'll uh, use the AWS demo sesh for your hands-on lab, okay. All right, and um, and I didn't even mention what I'm using to record my screen, and I apologize for that, guys. Forgive me, but I'm using Camtasia. So you can use Camtasia. Um, you can download. They have a demo version you can use, but their logo will still be on there, which is fine for real um, if you don't really mind it, um, if, especially if you're just doing it for, you know, employment purposes. Um, but I definitely use that a lot and I enjoy that tool all right so if you would like for us to talk about a particular AWS service please email cloudsetchpodcast at gmail.com and put in the subject line AWS service all right if you're new to AWS and you and you have landed your first cloud role we would love to speak with you all right we just want to you know see what what steps you took uh your interview processing um, and things of that nature. So please email us at cloudseshpodcast at gmail.com. And in the subject line, please put my first AWS role. All right. And we also would love to speak with experienced AWS cloud professionals as well in any role. So please email us. And with your subject line, please put AWS Pro. And also, guys, good news. We are now on SoundCloud, Spotify, pocket cast anchor and breaker currently all right and uh, soon we'll uh, be on google and um, apple but we'll let you know once that happens all right um, you can also download the app at cloudseshapp.stampthatmobile.com and subscribe and stay updated with new episodes also join our facebook group all right um and also when you subscribe um to the podcast in the future we're going to have some great things coming for our listeners all right so go ahead and subscribe so we can guys can keep you updated all right and also right now we have free a few free openings for you to promote your it service all right and we only have a, a limited number of free spots your service must be for it cloud or cyber and email cloud podcast at gmail.com um and in your subject line you're going to put my services and then we'll send out uh the requirements of being able to have your service um per, uh, promoted on um cloud slash podcast okay and that's all i have for you guys today i appreciate you guys listening in please like share subscribe if you have any questions or comments please email us at cloud slash podcast at gmail.com and stay blessed peace